So God loves the world. That's the theme. And um, I want to just give a background to what we're going to talk about this morning and fit it into the theme. Otherwise, when I announce what we're doing, you'll be like, that's not, that's not do the theme. In fact, Laura said to me last week, you can't do that. That's not to do with the theme. But I'm going to make it work, all right? <laughs> so um, God loves the world, yeah? Yeah? And so should we. Um, and one of my passions, um, I was talking about it a few weeks ago, is that we're called to, to, we're sent into the world to be God's agent of love, to be ones that love the world, to love the nations. And um, for, for us as a family, um, that gets really practical, and that starts with us dreaming, us being filled with our own dreams and God dreams and aspirations that will then catalyze our going and our loving the world, okay? And so, um, so God loves the world, that's the theme, and one of the ways that that catalyzes in a really practical way in our lives is us being able to dream about that, which then, which then results in stuff happening, as you'll, hopefully you'll get a feel for that this morning as we talk. Um, so I want to, this is going to be quite practical, we're going to keep it quite short, because um, it's meant to be an all-age Sunday meeting. And I'm going to start with a fun um, uh, m- kind of memory verse activity. And for that, I need uh, as many young volunteers as possible. I think I need maybe 15. <clears throat> so all of the five kids up um, that we have with us, maybe a few adults as well, um, could you um, hand those out and just take one and hold it up? And what I want you guys to do, I, you need to decode this and see if you can work out what this sentence is. So if you could just get stand in a big, long line. Um, Maya, come this way a little bit. That's it. In a big, long line. Hold them up so that everyone can see. And we've got to try and make sense. Um, I, I know you can all read upside down, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> um, we might need a few more volunteers, or you can maybe even hold up two if you like. Um, so, at the moment it reads, may you ask, oh sorry, my, you ask, may will, for it and anything do me I name in. Woohoo! <laughs> As you can see, my spelling and my grammar isn't great. No, no, spelling is good, because Laura did them. Uh, <laughs> um, would anyone like to have a go at guessing what this reads? Maybe, like, you can, you're welcome to come and reorder some people. Do you want to come up and reorder some people? Come on. Yay. Woohoo. Woohoo. Put anything up this end, except these need to be held up. I hope you've got really long arms, Natty. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. This is looking good. Okay, we need some more help. Anyone else? Anything, this is beginning to make more sense. Anything you ask in my name may will it for and do me I. <laughs> Great. You at the first, we try, where's you? Oh, um, do you want to swap with Natty? That's it. You, anything, ask. No, Peter, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's getting better. Anyone else like to come up and have a go? 
That's cheating. <laughs> New living, I think. <laughs> it's, it's sounding a bit like the King James Version at the moment. <laughs> Should we try it? You may ask me anything in my name, and I will do it. You may ask for anything. Hey, there we go. That's it, Abby. That's it. Okay, round of applause. Um, now, you thought, the fun, you thought the fun finished here. You're wrong. <laughs> so what we're going to do now is we're going to read it all together. Then I'm going to ask some of these people to put, their, put the words behind their back and see if you can remember it, okay? So, um, you... Okay, um, right. I wonder if um, Peter, Abby, Natty, Ruth, um, Hannah, if you could just turn, maybe put, put your thingies behind your back or just turn them round. Right, do you think you can do this? Let's give it another go. Okay, you... You guys are good. Oh, my goodness. Right, all of you, put them behind your backs. Do you think, that, do you think these guys can do it? Do you reckon? No, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let's, let's start again. You... Wow, that's amazing. Round of applause for these guys. Thank you. Woohoo! Thanks, guys. You may um, uh, find your seats again. That was wonderful. Brilliant. So you may ask for, Jesus said, in fact, in those verses in John 14, 13 and 14, he says it twice. Just, so, just in case you didn't get the first time, he says it again. You may ask for anything in my name and I will do it. Um, we're going to um, have a few little um, stories just from our lives. If you've heard them before, then enjoy them again because um, I enjoy them every time. And I think we'll start with Peter. Is that all right? Um, um, so when I was five, I always wanted a toy helicopter. And somebody was moving away to, from New Day to America. And they had a massive one, but they couldn't fit in the suitcase. So they gave it to our driver. Then it, and they said to give it to the Harpsons. So I got a massive helicopter. Brilliant. That is an intense helicopter. I was thinking it might be like a little like indoor one, but it wasn't. It was this big, fat, um, great one. Um, intense haircut. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> it, it didn't. In fact, it might have broken at some point. <laughs> um, but that was all from it being on Peter's, um, what we call as a family, our dreams list. He had it on his dreams list. And without... Uh, uh, Laura and I, as parents, having to do anything, God just did this amazing thing. Okay, Abby. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Oh, Abby. Um, 
So you might already know this, but it's always been on my dreams list to have a dog. And when I was in China, I never thought I'd get one. But we were sitting outside in Beijing with some of our friends. And um, we, the, someone from our church just happened to walk by, walking their dog. And we started chatting. And they told us that they were moving away and they needed someone to take their dog. And so, long story short, we got given this fully pedigree, fully vaccinated, trained dog with all its equipment for free. Um, and then a year later, what's even better is that when we moved away, we needed someone to look after her, but um, we didn't know who to give her to. But then we got a text from the same people saying that they were back in Beijing and they could take her back. So we got to give her back to her first owners. What was neat was we, we had bought this rug um, from Ikea um, that just happened to be exactly the same colour as the dog. <laughs> Similar feel as well. <laughs> so before we went to China, we had some um, dreams coaching with a lady called Joy Barham, who many of you will know. And Phil and I did our homework separately, and Joy got us to write down some dreams that we had. And both of us had on our list... I guess, moving back to China, which obviously happened. Um, also, both of us wrote down to adopt. Um, at that stage, Hannah was a baby, so we thought that was going to be a long way in the future. But it was on both of our lists. And also, we both had on our list to serve orphans, to work in orphan care somehow. But again, we had no sort of plans for that. Um, fast forward less than a year, and Phil had met Maya... We were, through a very complicated set of circumstances outside our control, moving to work with orphans at New Day. And oh, the other thing on my list was to write. And before too long after being at New Day, I got my dream job of writer at New Day. Writing for the social media, telling the whole world about the amazing children that were at New Day. There was another bit. So more recently, when we knew that our time at New Day was coming to an end and we were sort of starting to dream about what we were going to do next, I was really sort of jealous of these young people that kept coming to New Day as part of a thing called the World Race. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. It's an American organization called Adventures in Mission. And they send teams of young people around the world. They do 11 countries in 11 months um, serving at different ministries, and a lot of them end up going back to ministries they've served at and serving there long term. So I was really jealous of these people, and we were too old. You have to be under 35. <laughs> um, so, we, so we couldn't do that, and also children weren't really included in that program. Um, but then I had this kind of crazy dream, um, and I, it's usually Phil that has the crazy dreams, um, that we could do it, that we could make our own world race and go and travel around and visit some ministries in different countries and see where God was calling us to. And long story short, that dream came true too. We did seven countries in four months. Um, so um, things that you dream in God about, things that you write that you might feel like are randomly written on lists that express something of what's on your heart, for us as a family, it have had massive, massive consequences. Um, because when they're mixed with a bit of faith, it gives God a bit of ammunition to do some pretty amazing things. All right? 
So um, I'm going to quickly just go through, if you could go back a slide. Um, this is one of the, mo- for me, I love this verse, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. And uh, just read it through. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. So I want to just pull out of these amazing words three key kind of principles or um, values, if you like, for how to dream and, and things that can help us and help us free us up a bit in terms of our dreaming in God. The first one is that um, it's all about love. So if you go to the next slide, that we are loved. So that verse, um, the Apostle Paul in that verse is praying in a very descriptive way that we would know love. How wide and how high and how deep and how amazing the love that God has for us. I don't know about you, but if I am feeling encouraged, I dream. You see that with kids. As when, you, when you encourage kids loads, you, they, they start to be more creative and, more, uh, and they can dream bigger. And, and it's exact, I feel exactly the same for me. So I know when I've had people feed in love and encouragement into me, it helps me to be able to think bigger for my life. And so knowing that we are loved, really knowing that we're loved, that our identity is loved ones, will release us to be able to dream. You know, the opposite is true too. When I'm not feeling very loved, <laughs> when I'm struggling with rejection or doubt or insecurities, it's impossible to dream for me. Um, and so it's good to recognize that and to go, um, first of all, I need to recognize I'm loved. Um, the second thing, that God is good. Can you say it? God is good and he is in me. Woohoo! Um, so if you just, can you just flip to the previous slide? Um, it says that, that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I don't know about you, but that blows my mind. There are verses in Isaiah that talk about God weighing the nations like in a, in a bucket. They're like dust to him. Yeah? The, the, the size and the hugeness of God is beyond my comprehension. Yeah? This says that we're to be filled to the measure as in inside of us, filled, not just to, like, I mean, if I understood that I was filled to maybe 1%, maybe maybe point not 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 1%, it would probably change my life forever. But this says, how much of God? <laughs> not just the fullness, but as if we didn't need enough, all the fullness. All the fullness, Yeah? That's nuts, guys. (laughs) That's crazy. Okay, and next slide. So as we get and understand that we have a lot of God in us, (laughs) it helps us to realize that anything is possible, that nothing is impossible for us. Okay? So those are just, when we get those three things, 
it just, it just kind of loosens us up a little bit. It helps us and it frees us up a little bit in terms of what we can think about and imagine and dream for the future. I love the other um, little thing that I'll just finish off with in this bit, flip back to the previous slide, is um, he can do more than we could possibly ask or imagine. Yeah, that, that means that our imaginings, our daydreamings, the things that we sit when we're slightly bored at work and we go, oh, I wish I was doing this. <laughs> or the, the things that, um, whatever it might be, the things that we're imagining, God can do how much? Immeasurably more than those things. Yeah? Brilliant. Okay, um, I am going to hand out um, some paper and some pens because now this is going to get ultra practical. Um, um, I wonder if um, I could just have a couple of people handing these out. That'd be wonderful. Thank you. And um, because for the rest of our t- for the rest of this time, we're going to do a couple of exercises that will just get you, hopefully, get you um, thinking and dreaming a little, and um, being able to kind of hopefully reveal some of the things that are on your heart. So when you get the piece of paper and a pen, if you've got your own pen or your own paper, that's fine. You can use that. Um, I want you to fold the paper into four. And so you should have four sections. And in the first section... Um, before I give more details of what we're going to do, if you want to do this as families, if you've got kids and you want to do this as families, you may just want to chat about it. I was talking to Laura about, you know, introverts and extroverts. Anyone who's an introvert here? Yeah? Quite a few. Any extroverts here? All right. So the extroverts probably want to talk this out and just have a chat about it. The introverts probably just want to be alone and write. <laughs> all right? So you have permission to do either here, all right? If you've got kids, you may just want to chat it out with them. If you know you just want some alone time now, you just want to do it. The mums are all going like, yeah, Dad, you've got the kids. <laughs> um, if you want to do it on your own and just write it down, that's, that's great too. I'll give you the freedom to do either. Um, could I flip back to the, the previous slide? Sorry, we'll get, do that in a minute. Um, at the top of the first section of four... I want you to put 1,000. Just put 1,000. Because this morning, I am giving you, I wish, in a hypothetical situation, but I'm going to give you this morning 1,000 pounds. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Woohoo! Come on. And I just want you to write a quick list in that little square there of what you would love to spend 1,000 pounds on. It can be serious and spiritual if you want, like go on a missions trip or donate it to Pete the pastor or, um, you know, buy more coffee for the church. It could be, or it could be, I just want to buy this amazing new toy or something like that, okay? So a thousand pounds, just a list of what you'd spend that on. Um, would anyone like to just shout out some ideas they've had? A dog. A dog. 
Another dog. Yes, a coffee machine for the church. Brilliant. Any kids? Ice cream van. Wow, that's amazing. A businessman in the making. What would you buy, Maya? Makeup. Makeup. Come on, that's a lot of good makeup there. Okay, in the next um, square, I'd like you to put at the top of that 10,000. Now I want, now we're talking. <laughs> I just again, just whatever pops to your head. If you had ten thousand pounds today that you could spend on whatever you like, what would it be? Um, anyone like to shout out some ideas just to keep the creativity flowing? A pool, nice. A horse, new kitchen, new car for Jeremy. Brilliant. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <gasps> Wow, you could. That's a great idea. And gerbils. Help the homeless. Brilliant, yeah. Um, this, by the way, this isn't about the money. This is something that will just, should help us see what's on your heart. What are the things that just come up as, as you're thinking about things that you could do? experiences you could have. If there's nothing coming to you, that doesn't mean your heart's empty, okay? <laughs> it just means that you just need a bit more time. On the third square, okay, are you ready? A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. This morning, you have a hundred thousand pounds. What are you going to spend it on? Um, who's got some big ideas flowing? Yeah? Early retirement. Yes, ka-ching. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. A new build, yeah. They could certainly do some pretty serious... Yeah. Wow. Imagine what you could do with that much money for food bank. Wow. Maya? A museum. A museum. Wow. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the last square? A million pounds. That's six zeros, guys. Sometimes it's quite hard. Sometimes it's quite hard to think big, isn't it? Um, some, some of you, this is easier. Great, brilliant. Yeah. So if I could just have the next slide up. Um, as, you're, as you're finishing the million pound one, just flip it over. You've got some ideas there um, as you've gone through those different amounts of money. You've got some idea of some of the things that are coming up for you in terms of what could be dreams. There could be things that you actually could write down as things you want to do or have. 
Um, when we're thinking about dreams, it can be helpful to think about the three different categories. The first one is, what do you want to have? What do you want to own? It's okay to think about yourself in this. It doesn't have to be something you have to give away. It could be something that's just for you. That's okay. And the second category is things you want to become. Um, things you might want further training in, things you might, um, character things you want to grow in, um, uh, th- uh, jobs you want to do in terms of becoming uh, in a certain role. And the third one is things you want to um, do. That could be experiences you want to have, places you want to travel to, some of those things. So as, we've, as in the testimonies you heard earlier, we had a few that were things we wanted to have, we wanted to adopt things we wanted to do in terms of we wanted to travel, we wanted to work with um, orphans, uh, also just random things we wanted to have, like a helicopter. Okay, so it's helpful sometimes to think about those characters just to get the ideas flowing. So just take, we're just gonna, we're gonna finish this in like two minutes, but just take a couple of minutes as I just feel like there's an atmosphere of like creativity and, and there's something going on with the Holy Spirit here. So just take a couple of minutes now to write down as many as you can. If you can manage five, that's brilliant. If you can manage ten, then that's even more amazing. Just of dreams that you might want to just write down just to see what God might do. These aren't things you have to achieve. They're not things you have to do. They're just things that you're going to have down just to give God something to work with. So um, I just finished with a quick... Um, one more quick testimony. Is that all right? Um, uh, many of you know Chris Vincent. Um, I hope he wouldn't. I, I'm sure he wouldn't mind sharing this. He um, told me that they did this as a family in their family. Uh, they had one rule in their family, and that is that you weren't allowed to say, "Mum and Daddy weren't allowed to say, we can't afford that." <laughs> okay. Um, and one of their kids said, "I want to buy a book um, written by this guy called Bill Johnson, but I want to buy it." At his ch- in his church in California, in America. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, uh, so Chris said, um, I'll, um, okay, we're going to um, give God till this date. We haven't got the money to pay for flights to go, but we're going to give God till this date. And if the money comes in for that, then we'll book tickets and we'll go. So the months went by. That, that date came and no money had come. That evening of that day, Someone came and knocked on their door. This is classic. If you know Chris and Rachel, this is classic Chris and Rachel. Someone came and knocked on their door with a check and said, um, I, d- I just felt God prompt me to give you this money. I think it might be for flights. <laughs> it, was, it was within 50 pounds of what they needed to book up flights to, for them as a family to go to America. And so they booked flights that evening and went to Bethel. And the stuff that happened and the things that God did in them as a family were, were really significant. Um, so I just want to leave that with you, just to encourage you in terms of your dreaming, in terms of what God can do, even being specific in terms of, okay, we'll, we'll give God some time up until this time and see what happens. Yeah? It's free. It costs nothing. It's fun. Um, let me just pray, and then um, we'll be free to go. Thank you, Father, for um, everything you're doing here. Thank you for how you've called us to love the world. And I pray that you take our dreams, uh, take the things you put in our heart, the things we've written down this morning, the things we've thought about and talked about. Um, Come and bless our imaginings. 
And now, Holy Spirit, I ask you would come and do more than we could even imagine this morning. Come and take these things and do more than we could ask or imagine. And I pray that you would give people gifts, financial gifts, even this week, Father, that would release them to be able to do the things that they're longing to do. Thank you, Father. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you, guys. Um, Feel free to chat. um, Share with each other some of the things that you've been writing down. That's always fun, too. um, And have a great week.